All right. Welcome back to Living the Dream. My guest today is the lead singer and guitar player and founding member of the band The Deep Dark Woods. Stick around till the end of the episode to hear a song that he's never played live. That song is a cover of a song called Favorite Marbles by a New Brunswick musician named John Soderman. The story of that and so much more, all on today's Living the Dream. So please give it up for Ryan Bolt. Good, man. How you doing? Good. I'm doing great. All right. Well, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Sorry. So what's going on? You're in, uh, on, you're in on terrible? I am. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing there? Well, I live here now. I uh, moved out from Victoria about uh, a year and, you know, eight or so months ago. Oh, right on. Yeah. So you say you're just working on a mix. Are you you doing some recording right now? Yeah, I was uh, actually just uh, mixing a song for uh, Evan Cheadle, the guitar player in Deep Dark Woods. He he's uh, doing his own thing, so it's sounding good. Just a solo side project. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's a great songwriter, and uh, we we did a record, I guess maybe two years ago now. For him, it was an EP, and uh, now he's just uh, recording a couple more songs. So, awesome! Yeah. Um, so you were just uh, you were just here in St. Andrews, New Brunswick, for the headlining set of Paddle Fest. How was your experience there? Oh, it was great. It was. Uh, I love those small little festivals. It reminds me of the uh, we did that one in. Uh, I think it was Salty Jam in Fredericton several yep. years ago. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit. The crowd's great. How long ago was that in Fredericton? Oh, uh, maybe six years ago, something like that. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad I get to see you guys play at Pedal Fest before we did this because yeah. after the show, I got talking with my friends and we discovered something pretty cool which was i'm friends with ara and asa soderman oh yeah right their father john their father john soderman is a folk musician from cross creek new brunswick yeah right yeah he's great so so we came to find that you and him met in fredericton maybe after that salty jam show maybe yeah i think it may have been then and then we've uh uh I didn't really know too much about him at the time. And, uh, I, uh, found one of his, I just found a song on the, on the internet and, and I emailed him and, uh, he sent me his record that he released in, I think it was maybe 1980 or 81. Uh, yeah. He sent me the record. I mean, it's worth, 
you go on Discogs or something, if thing's worth like $150, it's, it's yeah, great. I saw that. Yeah, he sent me the record and I love it. So I got more into him and, and found uh, some other kind of newer songs that I don't know if he's recorded them or not, but he put up YouTube videos of him uh, playing them. There's one in particular that uh, favorite Marbles song that's incredible. So, that's that's I, the one that really stands out to you, eh? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I emailed him and got the lyrics and recorded a little version of it. It's it was kind of just like a you know quick quick uh, recording. Sent it over to him. Is that available anywhere? No, it's not. No, I, I sent it to him. That's it. <laughs> That'd be awesome to get a copy of that. To hear. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to ask them. They yeah. I think, think they probably have it. So yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you you guys put on an amazing show, by the way, in St. Andrews. That was incredible. Oh, thanks, man. Um. What really stood out to me. So like I I've listened to your your records and it's it's folk music. Everybody understands folk, but the best part about folk music to me is the live performance because you, you kind of get to really see how the song is supposed to be performed and kind of just the, the spirit of the song. And I just really love like midway through the set. I don't, I can't remember which song it was, but you guys seem to kind of be channeling your inner grateful dead, maybe like kind of transitioned into space there for a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, we love uh, love the Grateful Dead and love Would you all. Say they're the sixties. Say they're a big influence on your music. Oh yeah, I mean, especially the live show and you know, uh, like the early seventies Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia. Uh, I, I mean, the Workman's Dead and American Beauty. Those two records were a big influence on on me as a kid. Okay. Working Man's Dead was actually my first record. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 The first time I ever heard uh, Dire Wolf on there, that was kind of, that changed my life. I, I remember, uh, I think I was in the ninth grade or something. I was uh, yeah. driving over to my friend's house and, and I'd bought, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd heard The Grateful Dead before, but I put that on. I'd heard live shows and stuff and, I didn't really get it at first, but then that that song, I was like, "Oh, geez, I guess I like you know country music, stuff like that." So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it changed I, me. I mean, yeah, I feel like I've had the same experience. Like you, you hear the Grateful Dead, and you're thinking jam music or rock music, and then they kind of let you know that you like this kind of music as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, without them, I mean. Uh, because of the Grateful Dead and and Bob Dylan, I discovered uh, a lot of the traditional music and uh, traditional American music and pe- people like Elizabeth Cotton and, and uh, you know Bill Monroe and all that stuff. So uh, I got I got to go back and uh, find those songwriters and then realized that that was the music that that i love the best yeah definitely and uh 
so you actually played a show with Phil Ash of the Dead, eh? Yeah, yeah, we've done a couple shows with with Phil. So you guys played like you opened, I think, but didn't you did you personally play with their band? Yeah, yeah, we uh the first time we played with them was uh the opening uh night of the Terrapin Crossroads uh yeah. in San Rafael. It's Phil Esch's uh, music venue and uh well the first time we met him was in in san francisco his son had seen us in chattanooga i think he was going to school in raleigh north carolina or something like that and he drove to the show in chattanooga we were opening for robert earl keen and he came just to see us and then told his dad about it and so we played in San Francisco a couple months later and, and we're doing our sound check and me and Jeff are huge Grateful Dead fans and uh, I, we're doing our sound check. I, I have my back t- turned and I'm tuning and fixing my amp and stuff and all of a sudden Jeff's like, holy shit, that's Phil Esch is here. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, sorry. No, you can you can say whatever you want. Okay, uh, so <laughs> we played and it was amazing. We we uh, did some jamming, especially for him. And uh, mm. after the show, he came up and talked to us and loved us, and and then invited us to play at uh, the opening at his Terrapin Crossroads. And so we came into Terrapin. We drove up and. Uh, walked into the the place and Phil's in there uh, doing just playing bass solo bass by himself. Uh, he was playing Dark Star on on bass solo. <laughs> it was so, so awesome. Fun. Yeah, and then he stops and he looks at us. He's like, "What's good for the bass is good for America." <laughs> uh, that I'll never forget. That's yeah. awesome. And then ever since we've been uh, we keep in contact and. His kids, uh, I talk to them often. It's great, you know. And uh, and then uh, we were invited back for they do like a kind of leave on helm sort of uh, uh, ramble type, yep. of thing. and we were invited to that. And and Jeff and I and uh, Clayton Limpicum, who was playing in the band at the at the time. Uh, He's now in Casey and Clayton. If you've never heard them, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, but he, we got asked to come up and play with them, and uh, it was amazing. I mean, did uh, Brown Eyed Women and uh, Loser. We did, uh, what else did we do? Um, uh, Not Fade Away and a couple other songs. And uh, yeah. after after we, we'd done... Uh, loser the song loser he turns to clayton he's like i love that sharp shit (laughs) Uh, that's what gets us musicians off is that that sharp shit referring to to clayton's uh kind of trebly guitar (laughs) that was great yeah yeah that's awesome man yeah sounds like just a surreal experience it really was i mean you know i grew up sitting in my bedroom jamming along to grateful dead recordings mm. and then the next moment i'm actually on stage with 
Phil Ashton and Bob Weir was there and man, it was it was incredible. Uh, and and like, before we, we we went on stage, they do this thing where they get in get in a circle and and uh, and like scream in the circle to get themselves ready to go for the show. It was, I mean, me sitting there with my arms around Phil. It was incredible. I, you know, I'll never yeah, that, forget that. That was probably the best musical moment for me. Yeah, like I, how could it not be, really? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane and that was what was that was that like 2014 yeah i think, I think. 2014 I think I... 2015 yeah yeah now we were there again last uh i guess it was february february 2007 or 18 we were there yeah that's that's just a crazy like thing to happen in such a short amount amount of time from like the start of the band to being on stage and hanging out with Phil Ash. I know I can't I can't even <laughs> believe that it happened <laughs> yeah, that's I crazy. mean that's what I do it for is uh, you know that to me is the most special thing to to be able to play with the people that I I love so much grew yeah, up loving. I mean that that's the dream, right? Like yeah. you, you idolize these people as a child and as like growing up as a teen, even as an adult. And then just, yeah. to, just to be a peer. I know. It's crazy. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> so like to just to get to that stage, like when, when did you make the decision to be a musician full time? Like how did that, how did that even happen? When did you know? Well, I I was playing in bands uh, back when I was in high school and stuff, and I I I mean that's all I ever really wanted to do was play music and listen to music. It's, uh, I didn't really go to parties or anything like that. I just liked listening to music and playing it. And, and then yeah, I joined a band playing bass when I was like 16 or 15 or something. And, uh, we played shows and toured a little bit. It was, it's, you know, lame music, yep. teen music, but that's kind of when I decided I wanted, wanted to do that. And then I quit that band and there was like a, a lull there for a while. I moved out West and, and, uh, and that's when I started writing songs and then eventually moved back to Saskatoon and started the, the band in 2004 or five. Yeah. Or so what was, like, what was your first band? Like what was the name of your first band? Like what genre of music were you guys playing? <laughs> well, it was like a, it was like blue, bluesy kid blues. <laughs> <laughs> kid blues. I love yeah, it. It, was, it was really bad, but uh, <laughs> you know, it got me to learn how to play, uh, play music on stage. And uh, like th there was this thing in Saskatoon every Saturday. It was an all ages uh, jam session thing that you could go there and play three songs with, with older musicians. So I'd play, I'd play bass with, with old guys playing the blues. And, and I learned how to, I learned about 12 bar blues and different 
that's really how I learned music was, you know, they'd tell me to start off on the five and, and, uh, you know, so yeah. I had to quickly learn how to, what the hell the five was, you know? So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was a good learning, learning experience. I mean, like I said, the music wasn't the best music in the world, but. Right. Kid blues. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got to learn how to play which is good yeah what was the name of your band do you remember uh well i backed up a guy named kyle riabko and he's he's from saskatoon but he's uh, he now lives in la he's he does he's doing really well for himself he he does uh, uh he writes and directs uh broadway shows so he did one uh, with Bert Bacharach, actually, that was really uh, well received, and it was on Broadway for for a while, and then and then they went over to London, England, and did it there. But it was, I think, it was like Bert Bacharach reimagined or something. So they did like modern uh, versions of Bert Bacharach songs. Yeah, um, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's doing, he's doing well. He's doing well for himself. He doesn't really make records, but he, uh, he, he's doing this, this musical stuff. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so before music, like, did you have a job or were you too young when you actually got into music? Like what would you I, be doing today if you didn't become a successful musician? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I probably would be working construction or something. I don't. Uh, I didn't go to school or anything. Just a, I, uh, no. I didn't have any desire for school. I hated it's, school. It's so. always music. Yeah. So I. I mean, I. I when I was first starting out this uh, band, I. I was working with my brother, uh, who who. Uh, owns a masonry company so we you know put up stone and you know that sort of thing so that's yeah. probably what i'd be doing now <laughs> that's that's a huge missed opportunity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it was it was kind of fun to uh to get fit and stuff now i'm not as fit as i was but uh, i'm glad i'm not a mason or construction worker yeah, I, I am too. I think we all are. <laughs> um, so the name, the Deep Dark Woods. So I, I, I tried to dig a little to try to figure out what it meant. And the only thing I could even muster of, for a thought is an old poem I found by Robert Frost called yeah. Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. So yeah, yeah, there you go. the end of that poem, the end of that poem reads, the woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep. There you go. You got it. <laughs> so is that is that the inspiration for the name? Are you a big Robert Frost reader? Uh, I'm not a huge Robert Frost reader, but I mean, you know, just thinking up things. Uh, it just poetic work, and and I mean, there's a lot of a lot of old songs with the mention of deep dark woods or dark woods yeah. and our old folk songs and stuff. So 
Yeah. And even Joel Plaskett has has a song where he mentions that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I hit, he was on the podcast last week. Oh, great. Yeah, I love Joel. He's Yeah, he's he is great. Yeah, he's got an incredible voice and a good sense of uh, melody and and uh, the old folk songs and that sort yeah. of thing. No, he's very he's very awesome. Um I and I find the Deep Dark Woods is such a great name because it really does kind of embody the the feel of your music, like the just the poetic lyrics and the darkness in a lot of the songs. Yeah, yeah, sure does. I think so too. <laughs> one like one in particular. So, so off the new album, the very first song, uh, "Fallen Leaves." I I just I love that song and the just the lyrics are so. so just cut to the chase dark and mourning like Mm -hmm. what inspired that song like how do you where do you get the inspiration to write a song like that uh well a lot of it comes from old uh british and and scottish folk songs i love uh, that that side of uh, of music i mean i've been listening to that for ages and ages Uh, so i mean uh comes from that sort of thing and then just personal experiences and i don't know you know i don't really know how to (laughs) i don't know where it comes from sometimes uh sometimes it just comes out and i don't know what it's about or yeah but uh, i i love i love uh you know Shirley Collins and and uh, Ewan McCall and Peggy Seeger and all that old uh, English and Irish and um, Scottish folk songs and they're all kind of you know it's a beautiful melody with a lot of times kind of sad lyrics. I guess that's the way it goes with country music too. You know, beautiful melodies. With yeah, the. Words. the contrasting music with lyrics that kind of evokes all, all emotion when you listen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess just hearing you talk about that reminds me, you, do you still do your podcast? I do. I do. Uh, uh, when I, when I have a free time, I, I try to do an episode here or there and, I got a couple that I'm editing right now. I got a Bob Dylan episode. I was going to put it out on his birthday, but I didn't get a chance. And I've, uh, I'm working on one. I interviewed uh, Peter Eden, who's a producer, produced uh, the first couple Donovan records, managed Donovan, and, uh, Heron, and uh, uh, you know, tons of other guys yeah so i'm working on one that one's kind of hard because uh, it's my first interview i've never interviewed anybody uh so trying to <laughs> interview somebody that i'm like you know i i really look up respect to. so much yeah it's kind of, it was kind of daunting and and yeah. editing it down is is i mean it was two hours long so uh it's hard to edit yeah so no. eventually that one will come out yeah. it's a, i did i did an episode it's really on interesting. peter Eater. 
Peter Eden a uh, couple episodes ago, and and then his wife contacted me, said they they'd uh, listened to it and loved it, and so that's how I set up that interview. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun to listen to because like you really dive into the deep cut information like that. I just you wouldn't even think to look into, you know what I mean? Like drawing comparisons between each artist and things like that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I guess I have a little bit of uh, maybe OCD or something. Uh, it shows. Yeah. I like even <laughs> definitely with, when listening. Yeah. With my uh, record collection, even uh, uh, until my girlfriend uh, couldn't find any of my records in my collection i had it categorized as uh you know bob dylan went next to the band because the band played on bob's records and were his right. band and then neil young went next to the band because that you know there's a sh couple shows where they played together so like little <laughs> weird details that you have to really know your stuff to be able right. to find what record you want you have to only be yourself to find that. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> These guys like, played together. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, uh, Hamish Imlach goes next to Bert Yanch because they're Scottish, you know, that sort of thing. So, <laughs> so that's so kind of how I do either. No, no, there's not. Just <laughs> only I know how right. to find records. But I've recently Which changed is all that matters. Yeah, but I've recently <laughs> changed it to uh, alphabetizing because uh, I've got like a thousand records and and my girl can't friend can't find any of them. So right, <laughs> that's awesome. So that's uh, kind of how I I do my my show is is uh, you know tangents. This bass, yeah, this bass player played on that recording, you know, on the two recordings, and then that per this person wrote a song for that person you know back in the 60s or so i don't know it's weird <laughs> no it's fun to listen to because like that way we i'm not looking for the songs myself so i don't need to know your categorization right you just yeah. kind of lead us on a journey and it's really cool to listen to oh great i'm glad you uh, enjoyed it I, uh, I don't know if anybody listens but i've been <laughs> getting comments it's good that's good one last question. I read that you guys played like huge music music festivals like Bonnaroo and the Newport Folk Festival and Austin City Limits. And mm -hmm. I just reading that like what's next like for Deep Dark Woods? Like are there any venues on your bucket list or any future plans that we'd be interested in hearing about? Well, you know, uh just going to make another record and see where it takes us i guess i i mean it's been a lot of fun playing those places and, but really honestly i would say that my favorite shows are are kind of the the smaller smaller festivals that uh compared to like the big ones you know like bonner yeah. is great and all but but there's so much music and you know, there's, it's it's humongous. To, it's just hard to get in. And, uh, right. With the smaller ones, the people are just there to watch the bands. Not it's not about the big party and the 
exactly lot, you know yeah i don't know which is basically what paddle fest was yeah <laughs> just a small town enjoying the music yeah exactly yeah i loved it well we have plenty of small festivals so whenever you guys want to come back you're welcome oh, we, we gotta we gotta make our way back it's been too long i mean we i think the last time we were there was was Fredericton probably six or so years ago. So yeah, I have to do it. Yeah, again. my buddy, he's in my buddy's in BC right now, and he's a huge fan. And he was pretty upset that you guys came right to our hometown, and he didn't get to see you. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so you're from St. Andrews, then? I'm just like 20 minutes away. Oh okay. From St. Andrews, so it's pretty much a hometown show for me. Oh great! Yeah, yeah I love it there. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right, man. The new album, Yarrow, is out now. Anything else you want to plug or say? Uh, I think that's about it. I th- we're just working on a new record now. We've got, I don't know, probably four or five songs done and see where that goes. Awesome. I look forward to it. Okay. All right, man. Thanks a lot for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks for listening, guys. And to play us out, here is Ryan Bolt playing Favorite Marbles by John Soderman. Standing by the side of the
first time we met on a beach in Coney Island, it's the summer of 1948. Fell deeply in love, was truly remarkable, but I lost my love in your baby. Another wife, and you raised our daughter. But you never again found that kind of love. Love is all there is, all that there is, all that there is is love. came to see you one last time It was then that you told her something she never knew You told her of me her real mother you told her of our love our Something you kept in memory of me And you gave them to her Two of my favorite things Gave her my two favorite marbles The moment you died In the fall of 1980 This is where our past becomes present The instant you died Was the time of your conception Came into this world a baby girl I did the same In the fall of 1949 I was my mama's baby boy But with 49 years Passed through before we meet again I took a wife and raised a family But I never found that love That kind of remarkable love 
Yeah. 